today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Cash and Carry Kitchens. At the heart of Irish homes for over 40 years. Cashandcarrykitchens.ie Email todaycb at rte.ie School uniforms could be restricting children from being physically active, particularly girls, in primary school, according to a new study from researchers at the University of Cambridge. The study analysed the data of more than a million children in 135 countries and it found that fewer girls are reaching essential activity levels than boys and the gap between them then widens at primary school in countries where uniforms are the norm. So in a moment I'm going to speak to Simon Lewis, who's Principal of Carlow Educate Together and and host of If I Were the Minister for Education podcast. But first I want to speak to Dr. Moraes Ryan, who's a researcher at the Faculty of Education and MRC Epidemiology Unit at the University of Cambridge. Good morning to you, Dr. Ryan. Good morning. How are you? Very well. Thank you for joining us on this. And you led this team that carried out the research. And as I mentioned there, you looked at all this data from 135 different countries and you found these really interesting differences in the levels of physical activity in countries where school uniforms are the norm. Tell us about it. Yes. um, So we're really interested in regular physical activity uh, for young people across the day and week um, because we know that it's hugely important for their physical, mental and well-being needs. Um, We also know that regardless of an individual's gender or background, they need opportunities throughout the day to sit less and move more. And so this study is looking at one factor that might play a role in this gender gap we consistently see, um, and that's school uniforms and physical activity. Uh, school uniforms um, in primary and secondary school settings. And you found an association between school uniform and physical activity. There is a link there, you believe. Yes. So in primary school settings, we saw a greater gender gap in physical activity in countries where school uniforms are common. We didn't find the same, interestingly, in secondary school settings. um, And we think that's because younger children tend to get more physical activity across the day, whereas secondary school age students tend to get a greater proportion of their physical activity through more planned activities like um, PE and sport. And so they might be changing out of their whole day uniform during that period. And what you found out in this study, looking at at all of the research that had been previously done, what you found corresponds with previous results. Yes. So we know from previous studies is that um, uh, girls in some countries do perceive their the design of their uniform as a as a barrier to active play at break time and to cycling at school. Um, there's also some evidence that girls on days when they're wearing skirts or dresses as part of their uniforms um, sit more and move less, um, as opposed to on days when they're wearing a sports uniform that comprises, you know, shorts and tracksuit bottoms. Um, what we can't say for sure is what specifically about a uniform might restrict it. So is it something to do with the design, the fabric or the footwear? Um, and so also uniform forms vary, of course, hugely between school settings. So that might be something for individual school communities to consider. Okay, so that really is a recommendation you're saying that we need to look at the design and see if that's having an impact here. Yeah, and schools often have preferences for a uniform of some variation, um, but they can... um, engage with parents, teachers and of course students to think about their specific uniform and what might be restricting movement throughout the day. Okay, Maureen, stay with us if you can because as I said I have Simon Lewis who's a school principal and also the host of an education podcast. Good morning Simon. 
Good morning, Claire. Good to talk to you. You have no uniforms at your school, isn't that right? Uh, that's correct. Yeah, it's, uh, I work in an Educate Together school, so uh, it's, it's policy uh, in Educate Together not to have a, a school uniform. So what do you notice about what children then like to wear when they have a choice? Well, when they have a choice um, uh, to what they wear every day, they tend to choose a tracksuit, really, to be honest, or leggings um, and, and clothes that are comfortable. Um, so uh, in, in that regard, it kind of, I found, found this research really interesting because it wasn't something I considered uh, when I was researching um, why, why do we wear uniforms and, and what's the point of them? And I couldn't think of a single reason why we should wear them in the first place. But uh, that's yet another reason not to have them, I think. But you'll know that a lot of primary schools now have moved to away from the more formal uniform to track So you would imagine then that in those cases, any impact of restricted movement or not wanting to do physical activity, that there might be mitigation there because the children are comfortable. Yeah, I mean, it, it might do. I, I don't know how many schools have moved to a tracksuit, but I do, I do know that that seems to be a trend. Uh, all right. Um, and I have worked in schools where there have been uniforms. And, and again, it's not something I noticed, uh, particularly uh, with, with very young children uh, in terms of, of movement. But it does sort of make sense that if you're wearing a kind of a polyester skirt and, and a tie, it isn't conducive to, to running about the place. Um, I do... I, I, I think um, there probably are other reasons um, why we why uh, we don't do as much exercise in, in, in countries like Ireland and, and UK. I think we're, there's been plenty of research done done by physical education um, experts on why we need to do more PE in schools, and maybe maybe there's a link there as well. But I imagine all of it's in the same in the same sort of general area of mm-hmm. research. Mm-hmm. Um- why do you think that schools that have uniforms continue to to use them and insist that uh, that pupils wear them? Uh, I don't know. Tradition, I think, is probably the the, the, the reason. Um, do you know, I think there's sort of perceptions out there that uniforms create equality, they reduce bullying, and, and all the rest of it. But, but none of those things really hold true. Really, um, I mean. No, they don't. Otherwise, I mean, again, I think we, we, we sort of live in a bubble in Ireland that we think that uh, Ireland is everywhere because I mean, most countries don't have school uniforms and most countries don't have terrible problems with uh, with bullying because of clothes. I mean, even in my own case, I've had zero cases in 15 years of bullying over clothes. Um, so, I mean, none of, us, none of it really holds, holds any say. The only reason I found that actually holds any say is that they're convenient for parents rather than for children. Mm-hmm. Because you do hear, certainly, anecdotally that um, at secondary school level you'll have some competition around the clothes that are worn you know the expensive bits and bobs you you don't see that at play in your own school you're saying no and and I think the reason for that is I mean it's very very hard I mean if you have it's very very hard to compete every single day (laughs) if you're if if, when when you're just wearing your normal clothes whereas in schools where there is a uniform you hear about these non-uniform days and I think this is where it probably comes from uh, so people just tend to dress up as in their best clothes for these non-uniform days, and you get might get that element of competition there. But if if the norm is not to wear a uniform, the the I mean it, it's very hard uh, for for anyone mm-hmm. uh, to to be to be uh, trying to dress in sorts of clothes and things like that. And and there's a level of acceptance, and and you know you you can learn from each other and learn about fashion and learn about individuality from each other uh, because there is not one way to dress uh, and I think it, it kind of is a bit odd where we all dress in the same clothes. It doesn't really make sense to me anyway. So Marie, do you think that there's a case to be made for doing away with uniforms altogether based on what you found in this study? 
So uh, that would be kind of going beyond what we found in the study to make that statement because um, we're looking at uh, the population level and we didn't look at the specifics of the uniforms because they vary so much about uh, across countries. What we do know is that most children aren't moving enough um, throughout the day and week and that uniforms might play a role. And so, again, I just encourage those school communities to consider their specific context, who know their students best and to think about the design in their setting. Can I talk to you a little bit more about the figures that you found? Because it's interesting to look at it because there is a, a gender gap between boys and girls' physical activity anyway, regardless mm. of the uniform question. But how does it widen when you factor in the uniform? Yes. So uh, that's right. Across all ages, um, across 135 countries and regions, what we saw in terms of the percentage of boys versus the percentage of girls um, age 5 to 17 meeting physical activity guidelines, the gap there was an average about 7.6 percentage points. In primary school settings where uniforms are common, um, we saw that there was a 9.8 percentage point difference compared to lower 5.5. Oh, we seem to have lost Mairead's line there. Simon, the, the difference and the increase in the difference between boys and girls activity rates, it's very significant when you factor in the uniform. It really is, isn't it? Um, and um, I, 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 I mean, I think the... The, the uniform obviously plays plays a part in that. I I, I also possibly think, and just this is I, I mean I'm not a researcher, but I I, I suppose I, I'm I'm watching yard every day. I think yards in themselves can be quite gendered. You know, you you, you tend to find a lot of the space is taken up by boys, as uh, uh, traditionally boys sports. You see a lot of yard space being taken up by ball games, and maybe maybe there's an area there as well. I think there's lots and lots of reasons. Uh, and and as much as I I dislike uniforms, uh, I think. In some ways, you know, it, that might be a very small part of it. I think there might be cultural uh, aspects there as well, mm-hmm. um, too. But any, any excuse to get rid of uniforms, I'm happy to hear. <laughs> right. But how do you <laughs> how do you address a gendered yard? Well, that's that's the, that's the rub, isn't it? Uh, I, I think it's about creating um, opportunities and, and, and that, number one, recognizing that it's a problem and it's something, you know, I, I guess in my own school we we, we recognised that we saw, oh my gosh, you know at least uh, more than 50% of our yard is being taken up by football. And, um, and, and we, we have made moves then to create uh, space within the, in the yard for not <laughs> football, let's say, mm. and uh, for, for other for things that, uh, for activities that all children uh, can take part in and run around and, be, and, and create uh, physical uh, exercise spaces. And uh, we're, we're, we're working on that at the moment. And I think it's, uh, it's, 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 um, it seems to be working quite well. Marie, you're back uh, with us now and you were taking us through the numbers there. And the, the gap widens fairly significantly at primary level when it comes to the activity rates between boys and girls. And then not so much at secondary. Do you have a reason for that? Yes. So we think that uh, it might be because in secondary school age, um, they tend to get a greater proportion of their daily and weekly physical activity from more planned initiatives like PE and sport, um, where they might anyways be not in their uniform. Whereas uh, primary school age children um, tend to engage in more physical activity throughout the day. And that's through, you know, before they go into school, break time, outdoor play afterwards and so on. So primary school age students might be doing more physical activity in their whole day uniform. 
Mm-hmm. Simon, just coming back to your desire to get rid of uh, uniforms, I know there are parents, particularly the parents whose primary schools have decided that a tracksuit is fine, just a, a uniform colour tracksuit. They find that really handy. And if you were to say to them, well, now you have to dress your child in something different every day, that's a little more tricky. What do you say? Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm a parent myself. I, I, I uh, and it basically, yes, it's one less argument in the morning. But uh, overall, I, I think children's individuality is more important uh, than than convenient in, in some ways. I, I, to be honest, I find it really difficult um, to have a uniform as a parent. I don't, I don't actually understand parents who find them more convenient uh, because my kid comes home every day with uh, dirty knees and everything else, and I don't. I think my washing machine probably would break down within a week if uh, if I had a uniform. I'd be it so much, but uh, I, I, I think I'm in the minority. I get that, uh, and uh, but um, as I said, I, I, my mind isn't for changing on that one. I think uh, we, we'd actually do a lot better uh, if we were uh, if we allowed children to wear their own clothes and express their individuality. And, and your main logic around that is because you feel it's an important part of the child's development from a self-expression point of view. I think so. I mean, if you look at uh, people who wear uniforms, even in the workplace, they tend to be subservient. Really, it's it's the lower levels of, of, of let's say, um, uh, shops and places like that wear uniforms. You don't see managers wearing uniforms too often. It's usually the the, the and and I think putting children, just making children wear the same clothes. I just think it it just doesn't. It, it sort of feeds into that whole perspective and uh, lack of democracy. Really, I think. And I mean, even on top of that, uh, as a, as, a, as an aside, just you know, children. Some children just, uh, particularly with additional needs and things like that, they might not. The feel of a, of a particular item of clothing doesn't might not work for them, mm. um, and and all the rest. Even the even the fact of not liking a uniform, I think, is is reason enough uh, not to have them. All right, well, food for thought there, Simon. Thank you very much, Simon Lewis and Dr. Moraid Ryan. Thank you both for joining us. Coming up next, Simon Harris wants Irish builders who are working abroad to come back to Ireland to help solve the housing crisis. We'll discuss that next. Text 51551 today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1.